going to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Sometimes, folks, you wake up in the morning and you're, uh, you hear a song and uh, you realize that uh, I had a childhood dream and sometimes your dreams don't come true, but I did have a dream and I don't want to just come out and say it. I just want to just want to start. Sometimes you wish that you could walk out. Imagine a grand stage, 50, 60,000 people ready for you and your band. You know, smoke covering the stage, wisping into the front row of the crowd. The lights come on, and you, with your glorious pipes, the voice of a generation, start singing this. singer of Iron Maiden. Not the original lead singer. I think they had like one album, two albums without you don't know that guy's name. I'm not like a huge Deep Cuts Maiden fan but sometimes it's like I've been listening to a lot of lighter music or soul music or whatever and then I was like well, I'm putting on some Iron Maiden this morning. And it was like a shot to the arm. It was great. I've been like on steroids all day. It's like a rainbow in the dark, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet, sweet, sweet. It's such a cool song, too. Like, essentially, it's like I'm looking in the mirror and I sometimes see the face of the dark side of me, but, you know, it, I don't really see anything. But then I, I go outside and, my God, is this, am I tripping or is this like hell outside? Literally, <laughs> like, did I actually accidentally summon Satan? Like, oh, it's so epic. Should I call the law to deal with this? It's it, one of those moments, songs. Mm-hmm. It just gets you in. in just get you in there, man. In the mood. Sometimes you need that, man. Yeah, you need it. So yeah. how's everybody tonight? Yeah, we have Brandon, we have Seth, we have fiance. Doing wonderful. Wonderful. I swear one of these days we're going to say your real name. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You don't want it out there over there? 
if if you listened, it's already out there. Yeah. But, yeah. It's uh huh. He's a symbol, yeah. a sex symbol, like Prince. Yeah, they're about the same. A little bit more hair, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a weird place to be in life. What's that? Like a sex symbol. Not really. Oh, you know about this, don't you? No, no, I have no idea about this. Come on. See, I'm man. I'm I'm always the side friend. We talked about this. Oh, right? uh, are you? Yeah, I'm the side friend. Mm-hmm. You're the side piece, basically. Now I've also been listening <laughs> to that song. Yeah. Who knows that song? <laughs> I went home to be with my side, side piece. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh downstairs, runs jams, hates that damn song. <laughs> Oh, but I started singing it to him, and he's like, "Why are you, why are you singing that blues to me?" But but you know what? <laughs> but uh, it's kind of it's kind of a same type of tipping point. Like when you had artists like Johnny Taylor who would tell the truth about stuff like that. Man, yeah. he turned me on to that right there. Oh, Johnny yeah. Taylor, oh, yeah, Johnny that's Taylor, serious. So, yeah. Well, he reintroduced me to it because I haven't listened to Johnny Taylor in a while. And you know, when I first started coming here, I would just hear him in, in the studio just jam and just. You know, doing his editing and stuff and just got Johnny Taylor blasting. And that's all we were listening to at the house, but we contain multitudes. You can listen to Johnny Taylor. You can listen to Controversy by Prince that I've introduced you to. We can listen to Smoke on the Water or what was that weird Misery song? That yeah, you Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum, yeah. And then we can break out the maiden. Now, yes. now, now you know what? Mentioning music. So, oh, no. how about the music for the wedding? Oh. Have you had time to think about that since our last conversation? Yeah, I, I told you she's handling that. We we we've got. Oh, I okay. Was... We had a conversation about it oh, because okay. you brought it up. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she's she's got a playlist. <laughs> and and I I started I'm so dead. I like I started thinking about it and I was like I listen to music all day so I'll start like widening my my genres of music because it's it's like a, I've, I've told Joey before it's a lot of it's like EDM stuff that I listen just to keep me moving throughout yeah. the day but like uh, I got a lot of trampled by turtles stuff and, okay. and just a lot of kind of folk bluegrass stuff that I listen to as well Sweet. and uh, I told her that I was gonna st- I had started a playlist and she was like, "Of what? You listen to EDM all day." <laughs> so I had I had to explain to her that you know I'd, I got some other stuff in there. It's I, I know you have to surprise her. That's when you surprise her. Yeah. yeah. Closer. 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 Uh-huh. What is yeah. close? That's nine inch nails. Oh, okay. That's just a common word. Like yeah. closer. Oh, he knows what I'm knew. talking he about. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know, well, y'all are y'all are tight. Uh-huh. Go way, way back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I started off saying I really did, maybe not necessarily Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer of Iron Maiden, but I really did want to be a rock star. Didn't we all? Yeah, well, and actually I got it in the tiniest way. We did this thing at Catholic called Coffee House, which was a stupid little talent show. You know what high schools do, yeah. but we like went all out. We turned off all the lights in the gym in order to do a light show on the stage. I had a power strip hooked up to like some strobes and some ultraviolet and stuff that I was turning off on and off manually <laughs> while kind of laying behind something so people couldn't see me. And so, like with the lights out, we had it all planned. The lights out, our guitarist Adam, he just starts into Thunderstruck. 
that opening run down the guitar, and I start doing the lights, and we like we freaking nail it. Like through the whole show, I had a girl tell me that she that I had a crush on for three years that she wanted to sleep with me, but she used a much more forceful word. It was awesome. <laughs> like and like we and that was just a stupid high school talent show. I can't imagine if it was like hundreds or thousands of people. That, that well, energy. Well, well, you feel. well, Joey, I'm just gonna say you have the look of a guy who plays at the coffee house on Friends. Oh, no. I can see you at the I central. See, I don't I like see, that setting. I can see you with an acoustic guitar at the central part see, doing your thing. That's not, I don't, I've never been a huge fan of that stuff. I'm not knocking it. See, and that's the thing these days, too. If you really love a certain type of thing, it must mean you hate the opposite. No. I just, I always wanted to be like Led Zeppelin. Or I love to the big shows that Prince would put on. I love the over-the-top over eccentric like, type thing. Yeah, I had this idea in college. Like, if we start a band, we need to hire like three or four models that are walking through the crowd, getting people hyped up. Like, just gorgeous ladies walking through the crowd, getting people hyped up, giving out merchandise. I'm not talking about a merch table. Like, actually involved in the show. They come on stage and dance, sing. Like, you would have a full production. Is always what I've envisioned, wanted to do. That's a good idea, man. Instead of having hype guy, like a hype dude, you have yeah. a hype girl. Mm-hmm. Now, now, but this is my thing. You're saying it like it's too late to do it, though. It's not too late. It's never too late, especially yeah. when you got these, this group right here. Yeah, mm -hmm. Anything exactly. is possible. And, 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 and see, I, I don't know, fiance, your, your story inspired me, man. Really? Just let me know. It's just, really? it's never too late, man. Yeah. <laughs> trying to say he's old? <laughs> never no, too late no, to start no. over again? No, no, no. The fact that he missed on her twice and still somehow oh, came yeah. up with her in the end. Yeah. Now, see, that's, like, I think like a, that's where we differ, because you say I missed on her, but I didn't, I didn't miss. Mm. I, she, I left her with an impression each time. Ooh. It's like, <laughs> right, is it like when you're fishing, you kind of yeah. tug it back a yeah. little bit? Uh. You're like, you're making it dance, mm -hmm. then you set the hook. Yep. Ah, okay. got to leave something for later. I'm sure Emily no. will love that you're metaphor. Like, you're, like the, you're like the love interest in a Catherine Heigl movie, huh? I, I don't know. You and your I don't chick watch flicks. those God. Flicks. Man. No, but it's, did you... Okay. Childhood dreams that have yet... I mean, just haven't happened. I'm living it. Boom. Being in radio. Bam. You Thank wanted you. to be in radio. That was your childhood dream. Uh, one of my favorite jocks in Detroit used to come on. Uh, he does announcing for the Pistons now. His name is uh, Mason. He used to be Mason in the morning on, on a station in Detroit. And... Just hearing him in the morning, just his energy, the way he would relate to people. He was in the community, yeah. and I was like, I want to do that. Nothing else to talk about. I'm Like I said, I'm living my dream right now. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. What about you, Seth? Okay. Rockstar Garbage Man Radio. Garbage Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wanted to be a bin man? Hey, man. I was I'm For the weird. people, man. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. And you know everybody's business if you look in their garbage. I wasn't gonna go dig through the garbage. It was just one of those weird things. You don't have like to dig when you pour it in. You see it. Hey man, I'm not blind. Hey, hey it was a superhero that used to do the same thing. He was on DC. They called him the Question. Like, the Question. Yep, he, he was, was just a garbage man. No, he would rumble through everybody's garbage. Oh. That's how he knew what everybody was doing. <laughs> <laughs> How is that a superhero? <laughs> you should have seen him at the thrift store. He was the man. <laughs> I no, got everything. But you know what's crazy? Because they dressed him up like Dick Tracy or something. 
So, I mean, he was like in a detective coat, but he would always be looking through people's trash. I'm like, really? This is... This is what we do. I mean, it'd be one thing if, like, you picked up somebody else's trash and had, like, a mental flashback of, like, a time period that the person had that. But, like, oh, they get a bill from this company. They got this service. That's how is that? And he would find clues. Somehow he would find clues. Wait, would he pretend to be, like, a psychic, like Sean Spencer? No, no. He would would kind of be like Batman. He would tell you the clues and stuff. Mm. But, I mean, Batman's not digging through your trash. He's... He has other ways of finding right. out. Right, of course. You no. Know. No so every drifter. Basically, a, pretty um, much is the question. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so what about your dreams, fiance? I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> 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 I Man, I have had so many jobs and so many interests. I, I grew up loving cars and woodwork and electronics. Oh, I got you. I, so you would have been a trade school teacher back in the 60s then? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Just good at I, it, too. I, I he's awesome at all that stuff that he just said. Uh, he is the man in every bit of it. What's your favorite thing you've made in terms of wood? <laughs> what are y'all giggling I, I made, <laughs> I, a couple years ago, I made a couple of tables uh, for a pop-up shop here in Montgomery. Yeah. And uh, it was just scraps my dad had laying around in the shop and I threw them together and they just looked great and I actually sold them that's awesome but yeah it's uh I just I like the right now I love making anything it's it's that's one part of my just I'm not built that way like I remember the only time I've taken an IQ test uh they did the spatial awareness and knowledge mm-hmm. test with the blocks I was terrible <laughs> uh, that part of the test was I'm embarrassed right now and uh, with my dad being an engineer who loves to do stuff like that yeah. it's like what happened to me yeah me and Seth have had conversations about it and like he used you, you took shop yeah I, I'm the man he I took shop I took home economics shop was what my dad did in the afternoons with me so I already knew all that stuff. Right, okay. I never really had time. We never really sat down, and Mom showed me how to use a sewing machine. So I thought that was, you know, something I could learn from. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it was a lot of females in that class, was it? It was, yeah. Good man. Good there, man. Were, there were other men, though, so it, or boys, because we were in high school, but... Yeah. Yeah, for the same reason. I see. I can't. I'm. I know where you're going, and that's that's just. I've never been that guy. Never have. You don't think that way? No. Lucky bastard. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you're good with wood, yeah. And uh, I didn't take home ec because I didn't need to because I know how to sew, as you can tell. Because I sewed the hole in these pants up. (laughs) Oh wow! Yeah, I did a terrible job, but I did it in like five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Your pocket's sticking out there? Yeah, but the main hole is not there anymore. <laughs> I have to put a patch over it because when I the pa- the hole closed up, it it made them super tight. So, yeah. Yeah. You don't like super tight jeans? Uh, it's not not supposed to be that way. I'm afraid I'm gonna bend over. It's gonna go <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants. <laughs> well, well no. not only that, because I've went to the mall to try to get just regular jeans you can't find them anymore walmart man all of them are skinny or jeggings i didn't even know what jeggings was what's a jegging jeggings are men leggings hmm i mean i have See, stretchy I, jeans I, on right, right next now. to jorts 
I mean, I'm, I'm really am. I'm wearing jeans that stretch. They're not like normal denim, but they look like jeans. Yeah, they look like regular denim jeans, though. But they're no. Nice. I thought le- jeggings was leggings that looked like jeans, like they were actually like tight, super tight. And I didn't realize that it was for men. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of women who wear jeggings. Go to the mall or wrestlers. They oh. wear a lot of jeggings. Yeah. Well. Like I'm in street clothes, but not really. I can do my I can do my super kick with it. <laughs> They're yoga pants. It looks like jeans. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Yeah. I still have never worn yoga pants. They're coming. Why are, not? Are you thinking about it? No. It, it's okay. coming. Oh good. No, because I do yoga by myself. Do it's you coming. wear your stretchy pants? No. Oh. I just wear my underwear. I'm by I mean, myself. I mean, you have to go back to the natural leaper. You know, it's okay to wear the stretchy pants. <laughs> <laughs> when you're by yourself. We so do it for fun. No, I, I don't think, I think we skipped over this. Are you also good with wood? Uh, yes. Uh, um, uh, I took wood shop in high school. Every mm-hmm. time, every elective I could have that was a spare thing when I could do something, anything that I wanted to, I always took wood shop. Nice. Yeah, I'm great with wood. Um, I taught myself how to sew. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, my grandfather's fan, Ron. He's fantastic with leather work. He's got a whole huge workshop. Mm-hmm. And he used to do it a lot. It's kind of, he'll still do odd jobs for people, fixing things for people, but it's fallen off a little bit. A lot of the trades and. Have well, 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 you, uh, you that's one of the things that, that, uh, Trump was actually talking about. Yeah. Was the fact that a lot of people, because they took trade schools out of regular high school, you have kids now who aren't going to college, so they don't know how to work with their hands. They mm. can't even that, read an analog clock. No. No. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> Wait, th- you ran into somebody who can't read that clock right there? Well, I haven't run into anybody yet, but I can't wait until it do. Someone told me that they're, like, taking them out of elementary schools because it's analog frustrating the, cl- the kids, yeah. Wow. And just putting digital clocks in their place. That is yeah. laziness. Well, frustration builds character. Exactly. Now, well, we don't want our kids to have characters anymore because they our, all have to be the same. Exactly. Because think about think about the generations. Our parents didn't want to be too hard like their parents were, so they were soft on us. Mm-hmm. And in return, we got even softer than that on our kids. And here we are now. They're putting us in timeout. That is. I'm soft most of the time. I will say that. I'm a big softy most of the time. Hey man, ain't no wrong. And, and, see, jo- and see, Joey, I could just see. Don't don't no, have, don't have a daughter. She will own you. Really? She will own you. You're dude. probably right. <laughs> you can yeah. borrow mine, man. She's cool. I don't want somebody else's daughter. Well, I said borrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're trying to get me to babysit? No, it's not, man. You don't babysit with Rose. She is awesome. Well, I'm gonna teach her Iron Maiden then. That's awesome. Cause Dreams. Man, she man, headba- she headbangs in the car to Slipknot. That's awesome. Yes. Hell yeah. Woo! Yeah. That kid's then a rocker. She, then she needs to know some Maiden. Yes, she she's does. She's already in the Slipknot. Uh-huh. Okay. Man, she was Wonder Woman when I took her to daycare this morning. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. That's, that's yes. an empowering thing. I yeah. buy her little cost or little uh, the little costumes that yeah. you get at Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I love sending my kid to school as a superhero. That's, she's a bad girl for a while there. Look, had, had the sword out and everything. Man, don't make me get started. <laughs> like I, I'm, like I am ready to battle math. <laughs> I saw a band and I, they had those tattoos, so I put one on her cheek, and it wouldn't come off. Oh. And um, after about a week, I noticed where the family had been trying to wipe it off. So I, uh, 
I did the right thing and I I got it off it some baby oil, but yeah. Or or you can uh, use Goo Gone. Yeah, it works. Is it gone? Yeah, it's it's one of those old old tricks. Goof off. Oh, goof off. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Same thing. I still don't know that I'd use it on my kids' face. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. Yeah. Well, 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 well. I mean, hey, it could be a down the line thing. Never know. But anyway, so what? Well, anyway, well, let's go to the phones. Oh, hey. we actually have phone cool. calls. I don't know. We've talked to us. We're on the pulse of Montgomery, or something like that. Hey, let's talk to D. What's up, D? Hey, Billy, and guys. Um, hey. I just want to tell you about the analog clock. Billy mm-hmm. knows where I work. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You you you, you help, you help people with uh, sex, yeah. Yeah, but if you want to meet someone who doesn't know how to read that clock, come to my job. I have three of them there. They're nineteen, twenty. And 23, and none of them know how to read the clock. Our digital clock went out, and so we bought a regular analog clock. And now they're all like, you know what it is? That's awesome. Wait, is this oh a guys, is this a normal <laughs> normal analog clock, or is it kind of themed for your store? It's a normal Walmart okay. clock that costs five dollars with just numbers on it. I think you should get a themed clock. It might make them pay attention more. <laughs> they don't know how to do it. They they can't figure it out. It's That's just like why do you give them system. the incentive? They'll what, learn. If what's it's... better incentive than sex? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we'll see. Keep messing with them. <laughs> well, good luck. luck. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good luck. Yeah, people that all love stuff who can't even read a damn clock. Oh, that's terrible, man. Well, what I what I oh, discovered. I just said where she works. Crap. <laughs> and I discovered when I uh, moved down here, a lot of people don't know how to read military time. I um, only I only know how to do it because my granddaddy was a vet, and he made every clock in his house like that, and I hated it. I didn't know. I hated d- going to his house. I didn't know how to do that until I started working here. Because this is on military. military time. Yeah. Like, we're at 18-something, right? We're at 1828. Yep. Yeah. It's just a little math. Yep. 12 away from... Yeah, if you don't use it, though. But uh, let's go to, to the phones and talk to... Well, first, before I say his name, O'Doyle Rules! O'Doyle Rules! What's going on? What's going on? How you doing, Bo? Oh, I'm doing well, guys. I hope y'all are, too. Um, Joey, I wanted to give you a warning so you won't fall into a snare. Okay. Um, when it comes to babysitting, um, a few years ago, and this just goes to show sometimes you can think you're really good at something, but it turns out, you know, you really suck. You know, um, like the kid who hated Donkey Kong and Billy Madison. Um, but <laughs> I was at the beach uh, several years ago, and my sister was there, and a bunch of her friends, they all went out. I stayed, and I uh, was watching one of uh, her friend's little girls who was like three or four. Mm-hmm. So, that was the first mistake. They put me in charge of a child. True. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I thought that so long as the child wasn't crying or upset, you know, everything was good, right? <clears throat> well, the girl got hungry, so I was like, well, I don't know what to do. So, I went and I, there were some Krispy Kreme donuts, gave her some donuts. Well, then she didn't want to go to sleep, so I was watching Blues Brothers so she decided that she loved the car chase scene where they drive through the mall. Mm-hmm. So I, I looped that about a million times. And at this point, I'm thinking, this is the coolest kid in the world. So then she gets thirsty. 
And then so I'm like, well, what do you want? She's like, I want Coke. So I was like, okay, you get us some Coke. <laughs> so I poured her a little glass of Coke. Uh, we're still watching Blues Brothers. And then, you know, my sister and all her friends come in. And they're wondering why in the world the child is still awake. And I'm like, well, she's not ready for bed. And then they found out that she had Coca-Cola and donuts. And they said that was why. So I thought I'd done an amazing job. But they told me that I sucked. So... Oh, you're the coolest babysitter ever. Well, that's what I thought, too. Oh, yeah, that kid loves you. That kid's never going to forget you, and the parents are never going to forget you either. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I hope not, but that that was just my little uh, uh, words of wisdom for the evening. (laughs) All right, thanks, man. Donut and Coke. Mm, Sounds good. To a little kid that's like crack. Or like Coke. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back. You listen to Joey Clark Radio Hour, Brandon, Seth, and Fiance, or as I like to call them sometimes, Mr. Deep Purple. They're all here. We'll be right back. Get in an American muscle car, turn this up really loud, drive really fast in the interstate. I, I was I was gonna say let's get a get a Harley Davidson or something. Yeah, put on a soul patch jacket and ride down the road. Uh, I, I swear I I was doing air guitar rocking out in my room to Maiden this morning. That's awesome. So like I got my stuff done early. What am I gonna do? Am I gonna read the news? Am I gonna try to write something? No, I'll do that later. Air guitar to Iron Maiden. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? And mentioning that, you, you have to let your kids sad out sometimes. And like we yeah. were talking about off air, man, some of our favorite kids shows. Yeah. Oh, kids' cartoons. Like Saturday morning cartoons that is not yeah. a thing that's cool anymore. Of course not. Of course not. Because that would involve actually being able to sit in front of a TV for more than two seconds. Uh, which kids now, they're so scatterbrained. You know, stuff is going ever which way. But some of the stuff that we watch actually had, like, lessons in it. Like, like you had Doug. Oh, D- Doug. Yo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, his... in, like in Cat Dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah man. Like two, you know, different beings can be together. How did they poop? 
<laughs> I remember Just Doug, see. though. What is it? Uh, and pork chop. Oh, man. Uh, pork chop was cool. Yeah. Well, pork chop was a knockoff of uh, Snoopy. You know, from yeah. Charlie Brown. Yeah, well, every mm. dog Snoopy. Yeah, because Snoopy was the first cool dog. But man. you had a good one. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and oh, Stimpy. Man. It was so graphic. Yeah, no, well, no, no. Courage the Cowardly Dog. He's it's good, still but not he's, Ren and Stimpy. He's not, yeah, it's not Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy is closer to Beavis and Butthead than Courage. Yeah, there's one where they did an experiment and Stimpy ends up with three butt cheeks. <laughs> I remember that pretty vividly. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, uh, Stimpy got pregnant? <laughs> and then you find out that Stimpy's a girl? Because <laughs> you never know I, I still the know whole that. time. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah, that the cat was actually a girl. See, I got lucky, though. I get My daughter's 11. And she always wants to go outside. So we, we'll watch a little bit of TV, but she's, she's an outdoor kid. That's, that's awesome. That's great. That's great. So she's going to be on one of those Bear Grylls show, like how to survive in 10 days with just nothing but a knife. She, she ain't that outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'm calling Dad. <laughs> Rose got up at 1 o'clock this morning and come laid in the bed with me, and uh, The Simpsons was on, and she didn't want to go to sleep. I had to turn the TV off. Because she was watching The Simpsons. I was like, I'm so proud, but nope. Yeah, The Simpsons are a little highbrow for a kid. Well, that was the first thing she wait, ever watched. Wait a minute, The Simpsons? How long have The Simpsons been on air? Because I, I remember them on the Tracy uh, Allman show. I think it's years. the longest running TV show. Ever. Now, they have seasons. The longest running continuous TV show. Ever. What is it? It's not The Simpsons, because The Simpsons is the longest, but they have seasons, so they take a break. So the longest running ever. Continuous TV show that comes on every week. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune? No. Huh. The Tonight Show? No. I, I don't know. I, I got no clue. Hmm. What is it? Monday Night Raw. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. The Simpsons will beat that one. No, they won't. They'll never Raw's beat it because like they'll never stop. 25 years. Um... I, I, st- I still think, because like I don't think it was called Raw back then. You know, yeah, yeah, was. So. yeah go, they, all the way back to Madison Square Garden. Twenty, They just did the 25-year uh, anniversary show or whatever. But oh, okay. uh, The Simpsons has run longer. They just they take a break. They, they have to. They just hit like a, a 30 or 32-year thing a, a couple weeks ago. The Simpsons did. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that brings up in my mind, because I can remember when I was in, like, sixth grade, maybe a little younger, the first whispers of South Park. <laughs> and it's like, I look back and go, those guys are still doing that? It's There's still new South Parks coming out, and they're freaking hilarious. I love it that they're all about the news, and they, they, they stay up to date about stuff, and they pick on everything. Because and, they do it in a few days. And, and you know what? I, I hate to say it, but um, the new Roseanne show that they just did, that they just brought back, it's on Hulu now, and they deal with a lot of stuff that's yeah. currently going on. Though, did you see Roseanne dropped off, the nostalgia effect wore off. Like, yeah. The member berries didn't keep going. And so it's like they had shot up like 20-something million viewers for the first two episodes and it felt like a rock. Well, I mean, because you get people who, who tune in just for the nostalgia's sake. You know, I used to watch it when I was a little kid, you know, that type of thing. And then it's like, okay, what are you going to do to entertain us? Okay, we see that it's the same characters. What are you going to do? You better make it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just like uh, Fuller House when that came back. Do y'all ever feel, because we're talking kind of pop culture and television and cartoons, whatever, when you 
go to say, I want to watch something. I want to relax. There's sometimes like a 20-minute process, usually not when I'm by myself, but if you got like my roommates and I, there's like a 20-minute process of like you're you're numb and you're like, I, there's so many choices. I can't choose. Mm-hmm. Well, that and it depends on what I'm in the mood for because mm. sometimes you have to let your mind wind down. Like I'm a person yeah. who thinks a lot during the course of a day, you know, because I'm writing stories, I'm doing other things for the station and stuff like that. Plus, I'm doing my regular job, and I have to do stuff for my weekend job. So when I do get a moment at home, you know, it's like I have to just let my mind rest. I have to watch something stupid, something that's going to make me relax, something that's going to make me laugh, yeah. that type of thing. See, for me, this this week, um, it's, it depends on how I feel. Because last night, when I sat down in my bed, I always go to sleep to something, and I was like, all right, it's either The Simpsons or something scary. Those are basically my choices, cartoons or horror. And uh, last night, I was like, all right. It's, I, I started watching The Simpsons, and I was like, nah, it's it's horror. So I went to uh, Constantine. And the night Ooh. before that, it was The Simpsons, you know? So it just depends on how I feel. Mm. What about okay. you, fiance? See, like, you you got The Simpsons thing. That's Love it. For as long as I can remember, it's always been about The Simpsons. <laughs> mm-hmm. For me, it's how it's made. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I go over there. It's and on the history it. channel. It's either they're, how it's made like, or... Well, it's on the science channel oh, now. It's on the, but, oh, you know, okay. it started out on the, on the Discovery Channel. And that I, I grew up watching that just like you grew up watching The Simpsons. And that I just love that. That's like learning some of the stuff that they do and then like thinking about like the behind the scenes stuff that they don't show you how, how it does. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like like how they make uh, suckers, like blow pops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They actually showed how they put the candy coating on it, and I never knew that. Like it, cool. it comes on there melted, yeah, and then they flash freeze it into that circle shape that we get. Yeah, I did not know that. I want to know how an ATM is made. Do you remember this conversation we had? Yeah, carefully, very carefully, carefully. Yeah, because I mean, there was an ATM. There's on an there. episode with yeah. the ATM. We we watched it. A few weeks ago, me and Emily. But it wasn't like really good and detailed. It was just like no. Well, they can't. They can't show you how the it's made. They can't show you how it's made. It's called how it's made. How don't are F thirty fives made? Yeah, I don't want to know <laughs> kind of how it's made. It, you know, I mean that. That's I'm just sorry, like uh, me and my granddaddy. We used to watch the Military Channel, and you know they would show how some of those vehicles are made. But by the time they're showing you those vehicles, right. they have like. Nine, they're like nine different versions ahead of that. Like, okay, yeah, we can show you how that was made, but you know, we have this now. So, like a, a M16. Oh yeah, it was fancy back in the day. Now it's like, okay, yeah, we've moved on from that. Well, as a man who's very good with his hands, have you ever watched Forged in Fire? Yes, I love Ooh, that damn show. Yes. There's something so cool about making taking swords. a block of, of steel or like scrap metal and mm-hmm. rendering it down. It's, it's so awesome. Like yeah, now, that is cool. I have seen it. That is cool. Have you ever uh, tried your hand at smithing? No, no, no. I don't. I don't have. I don't know anybody or have access to right. a forge. <laughs> to, and to, that's something that you really need to do that kind of stuff. Well, that and if you to did, me, would you? I would, yeah, I would give it a try. Yeah, I was about to say, but to me, it seems like you would need a lot of imagination to do that. Like, because cause you kind of have to see what you're doing before you start doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. You've never seen him work, man. He, he's got it. <laughs> okay, okay. Man, man. That's, that's something I'd love to do. But growing up, for, 
I don't know how many years, any birthday or Christmas or Father's Day for my dad, he got a pocket knife. Some kind of weird something, hmm. three blades, flips open and transforms or whatever. Because he, he always liked pocket knives. And, like, I remember a few years back, I made him a pocket knife out of wood. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, it was uh, spring lock and everything. And it was all wood, and it was it was just a normal size pocket knife. But it was it took me like two months to make. Okay, that's, that's awesome. amazing. I would love to see something that or a picture or something. He's good. And he's still got Does it. He have it? Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna have to ask him about that. Well, that's what's up? And these dummies that they have that kill at the end of Fortune Fire too. It's like how realistic are they getting? And it's just something so it's weird. There is a dark side to people. I think it goes way back. There's something very satisfying when you see that blade that somebody made and it like it cuts and that weird little dude comes over and goes, It will kill. Like, <laughs> yes! It will kill. Did you see the blood? Yeah. And it's just I don't know why it's so satisfying, but it's like, yeah, it is. I love watching it when, when they do like when they cut and have to chop through a fish in mm-hmm. one slice yeah. or like a, they have a pig carcass or something like that. Yeah, that's the really cool stuff because you think about all the the energy it takes to cut through bone and cartilage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and see, to think that they had wars back in the day where that's how you used to have to fight. You know, it was two swords or a sword and a shield. And you used to have to, hey. Yeah, they, I recently watched an episode where I can't remember the name of the sword, but it was what the Roman legions would use where it would have a... a 45 degree bend at the end of the sword but it would still be a full double sided blade Mm -hmm. double edged blade and so it would allow you to you know slice and hack but you could also like pull and like you could literally cut somebody's head off if you got behind them like pull and yeah ancient Dan Carlin Hardcore History did a really cool podcast about modern warfare compared to ancient warfare we think we talk about people coming back with ptsd and and then he describes say like world war one where you're literally millions of people are dying in these trenches and some battles you're walking over emulsified human beings who have just been it's a completely different thing than ancient warfare because people are just blowing up right in front of you you're piling up on top of each other whereas in ancient warfare you can't kill a guy from a mile away from thousands of yards away you have to actually stand as far as we are to each other and stab somebody. And it's a very... I don't know if people would want to do that these days. Yeah. Kind of change. Well, that's, well, that's intimate, man. Well, yeah, that's just like you look at the Civil War. They they like would show you what, the, what they had to do during the Civil War. You would shoot your musket. Then, you know, you would have to stand back and reload. And in time of reloading, if somebody runs up on you, that's when they had the little knife at the end where you would have to... Yeah, kind of hack your way back. A lot of times it was like bayonet. That, that's, you, what you t- had, that's what I'm thinking about. Bayonet. You, you always had a partner though. Yeah, you yeah, because you had another who line was, who was doing the the packing of the rifle, and then right. you'd swap out or swap places or whatever. Have you seen? I saw a video the other day of these drones. They're like the micro drones, mm. and they're doing something with AI and facial recognition, and these micro drones are carrying like three grams of explosive. Yeah. 
Have you seen that? I, wow. I don't know I, if I've seen that one in particular. I've seen some stuff on micro drones that like coordinate with one another, so yeah. it can be like a swarm. Right. But this is like a single micro drone. Well, that, it, it could be single or a swarm. Mm. Um, but like sending them into a, a garage, a parking garage, and taking out, you know, all the bad guys or whatever. Yeah. Well, well when I when I hear about stuff like that. I always think of the misuse of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it has its good uses, but what about the local criminal that gets his hands on something like right. that? Because mil- it wouldn't be the first time that military-grade stuff has found its way onto the streets. True. Well, the other thing is, is like with stuff like that, with the way technology works now, anybody can have access to anything. So I could, I mean, I could probably Google like an AI software or something like that and do it myself at home and anybody who's got a smartphone can figure this kind of stuff out well and, and to what you're saying brandon uh i'm i'm a i consider myself in terms of my ideals very anti-war but i'll admit there's a part of me like i read this article the other day where they're now creating drones that can be sent out of f-35s or fighter jets uh, and where essentially the fighter jet becomes like an aircraft carrier itself. These drones are shot out of the fighter jet. That's been around for a while, but what they couldn't do is retrieve them. They've now, it's like Iron Man stuff. Like, you can f- send out these drones to do reconnaissance or do an actual a bombing mission, and now, then they can return back to the aircraft and completely fine. Now, now, you know what? Now, that part of it I do get because... It's cool. You had a lot of <laughs> airmen and stuff back in the day that died on reconnaissance missions. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, it it it's it does cool. seem like a waste of human life and stuff like that, which it is. But at the same time... Like I said, I keep thinking of the negative condensation. Oh, yeah. yeah no. like, like the drones give us the ability to do that same surveillance and stuff, but what happens when the stalker gets it and spying on his well, girlfriend? And the, we always worry about the next World War Three. Like, is Russia and America going to go to war? Like, with stuff in Syria, is China over the, in the United States over the South China Sea. Uh, but what I think modern tech has done to war is it's made it less total war like we saw in the first world two world wars but it's more perpetual because you can do that light footprint you can send in special forces you can send in a drone so it allows for war number one to be undeclared and authorized i think in a suspicious way in a secretive way and a lot of backroom dealings and, and it can be like perpetually that. done and another thing that's happened is because like the state department and has hired so many private contractors, uh, essentially the United States isn't going to keep hiring them. Other countries have now started. It's created a mercenary market. Now, one contractor I met said, don't call us mercenaries. I'm like, I didn't mean that term as like a bad word, a pejorative. Like, no, just you're for hire. Um, And there are groups now that are for hire, uh, you know, private security, so to speak, um, and it's created a worldwide market in that. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to be if you want to be politically correct, yeah, I guess you could say it like that. But subcontractor, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That, that's a good way to look at it. But I'm like, I'm like, okay, you want to be offended, but you're making seven figures to go over here to either sell weapons or protect someone who is selling weapons. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Well, but there, are, I think there also are people like that. It goes back to the ancient warfare thing. There are reports of. 
like people in line ready to battle with like chattering teeth. Like there are a lot of people just not built. Your body goes, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm about to die. I'm about to kill somebody else. What the hell am I doing? Whereas there are some folks that are like they're kind of built for it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was watching uh one of the shows that used to be on HBO, one of my favorite, uh Spartacus. Oh yeah. And it gave a true depiction of what Rome was like back then. And how these guys were bred to just hey, when when that when that horn sounds or whatever, their personalities change. Turn it on. All of it. And it's like, hey, I'm about to rip you about to rip your guts out. Yeah, well, this is such a happy Friday talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. And singing Friday. about the devil and warfare. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Now, well, I'm, I'm wondering, would some Iron Maiden be kicked off Spotify's list because of this new hate content policy? Well, if, if that's the there case, it's going to be a lot of artists. Eminem, yep. Marilyn Manson. I mean, you have a lot of artists who are just going to be scrutinized because of past stuff they said or... Stuff they've said being taken out of context, so it's it's crazy. So where does it end? Everything I like is gone. <laughs> Everything I like is gone. What am I gonna do? Listen, you, listen to some Chicago. No, but as somebody said what about my game? that song you love is explicitly angry or has violent lyrics. How would you defend it? I know how I would, but freedom of speech. Everybody's got an opinion. If you don't well, well, like but, it, don't listen let, to it. Let's remove the political stuff. I agree. Freedom of yeah, speech. You can yeah, say what you want. Yeah. But, like, why would somebody want to listen to that? Uh, so, you... Uh, it's relatable. Because mm. it makes you feel not alone. Uh, the Jesus-esque aspect of it. You know? I mean... Like, there are other people... So solidarity. There are other people out there that are feeling this way. Yeah, they feel the same way. Hmm. Well, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. One thing that makes one person happy can make someone else sad, you know. True. So they did the, this whole thing with R. Kelly and did and took they didn't take him off of Spotify. They took him off like uh playlists and stuff like that. For like, what reason? Reasons Um The original? Yeah. Oh, okay, because it's raining. No, uh because of his whole allegations with uh Underage. Underage. Um yeah, because yeah, it's raining. Yeah. So I mean, I guess they, they figure that's going to cut into his pockets or whatever, but it's like, okay, if you start with him, where does it stop? I mean, it's some people who don't like Miley Cyrus because of the wild way she acts now. I mean, do you take her off? I mean, where, where does it stop? I thought she was crazy back in the day. Has she started going crazy again? I mean, how was she crazy back in the day? She was Hannah Montana. Well, I'm talking after him. She Hannah had Montana. two personalities. That's why she was crazy. Uh, oh, you, you didn't get the song? You get the best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, and on that note, we have to end. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, man. I'll be no back problem, Monday. Man. Be back Monday. Have a good week. Y'all too. Everybody have a good weekend. I'm free, yeah. Jay Park.